Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Game On. I'm your host, Jerry Jacob. This is a new show produced by She Got Day Media, and it's all about success stories. Our guests are game changers, celebrities, as well as successful rising stars in business, music, and the arts. This is not your average talk show. On Game On, each guest is asked to share five winning strategies or ideas that have made and continue to make them successful. Hopefully what they have to offer will inspire and motivate you to elevate your brand and get your game on. Our guest today is poet, author, educator, and motivational speaker, S.Q. Dollar. His new book is titled 30 Before 30, Discovering Me Through the Power of Reflection. It is is described as a very personal book of topics conveyed in the form of nonfiction stories of his own life experiences up until he turned 30 years old. Mr. Dalla also works as a dropout prevention specialist in the school district of Hillsborough County. And I'm glad to say his motto is dominate your life. Eskew, welcome to Game On. Good morning, Mr. Jacob. How are you, sir? Fantastic. And how are you? Wonderful, wonderful. We got a rainy, rainy, rainy day here in Tampa, Florida, but the sun is shining somewhere. Great. Great to hear. Hey, I wanted to take a little bit of the time at the beginning just so our audience will get to know you a little bit better. And mm-hmm. if if I may, I wanted you to kind of concentrate a little bit about your background, but especially on uh, on the book titled 30 Before 30, uh, Discovering Me Through the Power of Reflection. So if you could tell us about that uh, for a few minutes, I'd appreciate that. Okay. Yeah, my, my book, 30 Before 30, I wrote it when I was 29, and it was 30 days before my 30th birthday. And, uh-huh. I, des- and I decided to tell a story on Facebook. And one story turned into two stories, and every day for 30 days before my 30th birthday, I wrote a new story. And from those stories, I just reflected on these things that I had gone through in my life. Sometimes, some were personal, some were general, and one story, a couple of stories were the first time I ever told anybody. Like, for example, there's a story about bullying. When I was bullied when I, in middle school, I never told ever told anyone about that story before. Um, but I put them in the book, and I want others to learn and to go through the power of reflection because Socrates said the unexamined life is a life not worth living. And you need to stop and examine your life every now and then. How are you going to know, Jerry, if you're going in the right direction, if you don't stop and look at where you've came? How are you going to make sure you don't make the same mistakes that you made at 20 if at 25 you don't take a second to stop and look at the crossroads and the things you've gone through? So the purpose of the book is just to be a model for the type of sincere, deep, reflection that we need to do every now and then just to make sure we're headed in the right direction and to make sure that we like us, like that we're actually, actually happy with the person in the mirror. And in order to see who that person is, you have to step back and and look at that person and look at the things you've done because that's who you are. You are everything that you have done up to this point. And if you don't like what you see back there, then it's time to start doing things different. I that's uh that's very inspiring, uh, SQ. Uh, it, 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 it almost reminds me of, uh, you know, Michael Jackson's famous uh, uh, lyrics, Man in the Mirror, the way he described mm-hmm. it. 
which uh, I, I yeah, that was the that was the that was pretty much the point. You know, you got to start you got to start with yourself. Always hold yourself accountable for yourself, and just just realize that you have the power to design the perfect you. That's an old TV show used to be called Designing You, and I, I like that phrase because we do have the power every day to design the us that we want to be, but we get so caught up in the everyday rustle and bustle that we just go through life, and we're not stopping and smelling the roses. We're not reflecting, and we need to realize that there is power in reflection, and the most important power is discovering who you are, and my undergrad degree is in philosophy, so I do quote a lot of philosophers with the greatest saying of all being know thyself. You have to know who you are. It's the most important thing to figure out. And the only way to figure out who you are is through reflecting on who you have been up to this point in life. And and if if you can ask you, give us kind of a sense of uh obviously you wrote the book, it's 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 met with great success and then uh as part of your bio I see that you also, I guess your let's just say your your day job is a dropout prevention specialist. So tell us a little well, actually about, the, about that. The the actual term is a student success coach, and my role I've been doing this position. I've been in education for ten years, uh, four years as a reading teacher, and that's when I actually got the inspiration to write the book. Is when I was in the classroom as a reading teacher. I just I I didn't like the material that we were presenting to kids. I think that. Kids need to learn how to read, but kids need to also see the benefit of reading. And if you don't really learn something, if your life isn't changed and your and the words don't move you, then the kids won't see and people in general won't see the benefit to reading. So that was where I got the initial, <clears throat> excuse me, inspiration to write the book. My day job as a success coach, which I've been doing for the last six years, is I meet and identify students who may be struggling or who aren't reaching their full potential, whether it's a B kid who should be an A kid or it's an, an F kid who we need to try and get to a DC kid, but it's to work with them and, and find out what's wrong with them, help them reflect on what's been happening throughout their educational lives and throughout their life outside of education that may be affecting what is or is not happening inside the schoolhouse. So I've had hundreds of kids go through my fingers, and I've learned so much. And you know one thing I've learned, Jerry, that's real interesting, mm-hmm. there, isn't, there isn't much of a difference between these 17-year-old problems and my friends that are 37. Their, their problems seem to be very, very similar, and I think that's a problem. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Well, one of, the, one of the things that you mentioned here, SQ, is, you know, you know th- these are all successes. You're trying to inspire mm-hmm you know, these kids as well as your friends and, and adults. And I wanted you to, you know, share with us uh, as you have uh, your, your words for success, the, the inspirations that, that you talk about. So why don't you start by telling us about it and maybe elaborating on each one so, you know, for the benefit of our audience. <clears throat> okay, well, my, I'm a member of Fraternity Cap Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, and we try to keep everything with the K sound, being that we're Kappa. So my five words are, confidence, connoisseur, consistent, connections, and complacent. And I'll just start with confidence, which is basic. You have to believe in yourself. You have to look in the mirror and see the person that you want to be. And you have to believe that you can achieve whatever it is you set out for yourself because you're going to pass failure on the way to success. 
and it's the confidence that you have in yourself that's going to help you continue when you stumble. That's what's going to help you get back on that bike and keep pedaling. The second is a connoisseur. You have to just eat, sleep, and breathe your craft, whether you're an artist, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a construction worker, whatever your craft is, you need to eat, sleep, and breathe it. You need to focus on being a master of that craft before you expand. I want to take a pause for a second, Jerry, because I think one of the problems we have nowadays is we see everybody as moguls doing multiple things, but if you focus on everybody from Oprah to Bill Gates to Beyonce, they all have one main thing that they mastered first before they expanded. Beyonce was music, Oprah was television, and her her particular TV show, and with Bill Gates, it was Microsoft. So people have to stop trying to be jacks of all trades too early and be a connoisseur of your main craft. Let that be the one thing that you're, you might be good at some other stuff, but you need to be the man at this particular thing. Second, you got to be, third, I mean, you got to be consistent. Do what you do and keep doing it. Like they say, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So if you keep doing what you're doing, then you will be prepared so that when the door opens, it's not a difficult task. You can just walk right through it because it's what you've already been. It's what you've already been doing. Just to keep it with, for example, um, Beyonce. She started singing at four. Andre Agassi was playing tennis at three years old. Like, there's no accident that these people became great. They've been doing it for a while. Then you need connections. I heard someone. My mom used to always say, "It's not what you know, it's who you know." But then I met someone that told me, "It's not who you know." It's who knows you. <laughs> so you need to make sure that not only do you know some people, but some people know you too because there are going to be people who can get you to the next level, and you're going to need those people because you can only do so much by yourself. You're going to hit a glass ceiling, which is kind of how I feel I'm at right now. I feel like I'm at that glass ceiling, and I'm looking for that that next connection that can get me to that next that next level. So you're going to need people to help you. So you will need connections. And, and last but not least, don't be complacent. Always remain ambitious. I have a tattoo, one of the first tattoos I got that says, never satisfied. And it just simply means that no matter what, there's always room for improvement. So always know that you're always working. You're never as good as you think you are because you can always be better. So just continue to work. Don't be complacent. Study, be confident, work, make connections, be that connoisseur, and you will get where you're trying to go. No, I I appreciate that. And uh, I wanted to just follow up on a couple of things that you mentioned for uh, for our benefit. You said connections, and I love it that, uh, you know, it's who knows you. What what are you what are you doing right now to make sure that you know people get to know you that you're out there that that people discover whether it be your book your work your your poetry um well that's a good question well one thing i try to do is i try to be out there like i try to constantly do things not just anything but quality things okay. And to just constantly continue to show people that, hey, this is what I do. This isn't something that I just did once, but this is me. This is who I am, and this is what I'm going to do regardless. So constantly putting out new products, quote-unquote, to showing people what I do and also showing people what you do. 
So when you do something, you get a, find a way to document it, whether it be a picture, a video, or whether it be have other people to speak for you. But you need to document what you're what you're doing, and don't be scared to sell to sell yourself. Make connections, reach out. Don't be scared to cold call. Don't be scared to just show up. And I have a story in my book about how I got my first job. I literally just walked into the school with a resume and a suit and tie and said, "I need a job." You know, and that's how I got my wow. first job and got hired on and got hired on the spot. So no, it's a, no appointment. It's, I mean, did, you didn't set no, up an appointment. You just kind of walked in and said, "This is where I want to work," and here I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there's more to the to the story, but uh, right. the cliff note version is, yeah, I walked into ten schools, and one of them hired me that day on the spot. I had a, a suit and tie and ten resumes in my hand, and I was determined that somebody was going to get me a job. And ten years later, I'm still. I'm still employed, so you got to get out there and you got to make things happen for you. You cannot sit back and wait until things happen. You need to be working because people are watching you, whether you know it or not. Someone is watching you, and they're watching how hard you're working. And the person that can help you get to the next level, they're only going to help you if they see that you're willing to help yourself. Well, that's especially true uh, in terms of connections uh, and your example there really shows uh, what you had said before, which is this idea of confidence. You know, believe in yourself. If, uh, you know, as, as, you would, as you probably know the quote better than I do about self-fulfilling prophecies, if, if you believe mm-hmm. it, it will happen. Yeah, so, so that's, I, I, that's, that's I, very true. I appreciate that. I, lo- I love that you use, you know, that you're using the alliteration of the C's or the K's, the, the hard consonant sound, and I love that you focused <laughs> in on being a connoisseur, uh, you know, which is which is master, and then you, you, you talked about really, really the focus. How did, uh, did you use the word connoisseur so it, it, it fit in with the, uh, you know, fraternity and the, and, and the consonant? I use it because you, I, I, you have to kind of think about a way to pursue something and the tenacity that you need to be pursuing it. I heard someone once say, you have to think about wanting your goal like a drowning person wants their next breath. And so we have to understand the power of of visuals when you're dealing with humans. And you're trying to create a visual for just how hard and how deep down your desire has to be to achieve your goals. Because for one, you're not the only person that wants that spot that you want, but you've got to want it better than the other people. So I try to try to pick a connoisseur as someone who's just I almost wanted to think of it like a carnivore that's hungry, someone who's trying to devour and who's just relentless at pursuing and gaining as much as they can about this particular particular uh, thing that they're working on. Absolutely. So I wanted to just ask you, I, I really appreciate it. I wanted to just refresh on, uh, you know, your, your words for success, uh, confidence, consistent, connections, connoisseur and of course never be complacent don't give perfect up. you got it so with the perfect. time great so with the time remaining sq i wanted to ask you please share with us you know how do how does our audience reach you? uh how do we find your book uh please or a website please please share that with us my website is under construction right now um However, if you look on Facebook and look up E-S-Q-U-E, dollar, as in money, S-Q 
$2. If you look that up on YouTube, on Facebook, or Twitter, you can find me, and you will find a link on my Facebook page to purchase my book. It'll say Shop Now at the top. But also you'll be able to view some of my videos that I posted, some of my poems. Most most recently I posted a poem called 29 Pairs of Shoes, which discusses which discusses the love affair people have with material things. I use I focus on the Michael Jordan brand and the shoes and just kinda talk about how we have to be better with our money and who's really getting rich while you might think you look good but you're really you're spending money on things you can't afford. I have a really nice relationship video I put up called The Five Realms of Relations where I discuss the five different realms of relationships such as talking, dating, the actual relationship, right. engagement, and marriage and the differences between the two. So please uh, go. Once again, it's E-S-Q-U-E and dollar. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, again, thank you, uh, SQ, for your time. And, folks, please tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block Talk Radio. You can listen to all interviews of Game On with Jerry Jacob on Facebook, Block Talk Radio, and iTunes. And thank you for listening. Thank you.